Menacer is just like another one of those like mid 90s Sega things where they were like, yo, we're the cool, the cool edgy version yeah. of all this Nintendo shit. We got the Menacer. It's got a, it's got a scope Genesis on it. Genesis does. Yo, the Menacer <laughs> is doing way too much, yo. The Menacer is awesome. It's got, it looks like a, <laughs> it's got, other, it looks like a vector. Like the, <laughs> Are those binoculars on it? Yeah. yeah. Yo, it doesn't have a scope for the eye. It's got binoculars. Yeah. It was awesome for the uh, Terminator 2 game. Yo. Uh, and then, Yo, it's, got a, and then it's got a box. shoulder brace. Yeah. <laughs> this box with this dude with his like backwards cap shooting the menacer. Yeah, that just That's screams. like some peak 1995 yeah. shit. Good lord, I had that. What did you wow. play on it? What games were even Terminator. compatible? That that's it? Just Terminator? Um Terminator. Uh, it was a I'm bunch looking, of other games that came. There were like seven games. Uh I actually feel, there I feel was like a pack in single player six game cartridge, which contained such, you know, historical favorites as Ready Aim Tomatoes <laughs> and, <laughs> and Whack Ball. I remember Ready Aim Tomatoes. I feel like <laughs> I feel I feel like Whack Ball is probably appropriately named. In, 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 many, in many different ways. Yeah, the only other games that were compatible with it were uh, Terminator 2. That was awesome. The arcade game. Mad Dog McCree, Mad Dog 2, Body Count, Who Shot Johnny Rock, Corpse Killer, and Crime Patrol. Every single one of those things is straight out of like the Attitude Era. <laughs> That's it. That's That was absolutely it. You had... You had Sega trying to be the cool, the cool home console for cool kids, because Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Genesis does, and Nintendo was like, uh, "Welcome to the next level." <laughs> no, that was also Sega. It was now you're playing with power. Was the Nintendo comeback? Yeah, that's right. You had to shoot bugs off of a pizza. That's all right. I remember that game. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, back half of our random Sega conversation that we had going into the show that I uh, didn't uh, record on until it was probably far too late. You missed a lot of really good stuff beforehand. Sorry about wow. that. Wow. But yeah, we're we're here with this week's episode of Dense Pixels. I'm your host Brad, joined by my co-hosts Micah, hey Carrie, what up, and Terrence. What up, uh, Micah? Status check. Where are you at in the city of Midgar currently? Uh, I'm 20 hours in. Okay, so and, probably halfway, uh, give or take, considering your uh, slow pace. What do you think I'm at, at 20 hours 20 in? 20 hours in, um, I think, and, and again, spoilers for, for 23-year-old Final Fantasy. I'm not <laughs> going in any of the new spoilers. Um, Sector 7 probably destroyed at this point. Not yet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stop doing every side mission. before. Well, I guess you have to, otherwise you can't go back and do them, can you? Uh, I don't know, and I don't want to risk it. <laughs> I um, I have uh, I have just been thrown into the sewers by Don Corneo. Wait, that happens before <laughs> Sector Seven gets destroyed? Yes, because he was talking about uh, the plan to destroy Sector Seven. I thought you had uh, for some reason I my my see my timelines out of whack now. For some reason, I thought that you went to him to get into Shinra headquarters. No, he he is asking. He is going around asking about Avalanche. Tifa goes in undercover to find out why. Uh, then all the, the the silliness with with having to get Cloud into a dress, which, by the way, <laughs> is incredibly silly this time around. Like, like, uh, look, forget what you know about you know getting the seamstress and getting his drunk dad. No, you go to the Honey Bee Inn, which is a brothel, and you basically have a dance-off with their version of RuPaul. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. And then at the dance-off, they, you know, they give you the, they, they make you over right then and there, and, and it is, it is, it is the most flamboyant thing I've seen in a long time. It is very Japanese humor, and uh, I'm here for it. It was funny. I cannot, uh, I cannot wait to talk to you when you are finished this game. 
so yeah, I, I just uh, got finished. This game is very, um, you know, it's, uh, I know that the game has like, not mature themes, but like, like teenage, like older teenage, like themes, right? But this game really kind of goes into, de- like Wall Market is just a, a hive of scum and villainy. And it is, it is like they really play up the fact that it's like a, a, a place with degenerates and uh, it's very seedy. Um, yeah, I'm amazed that this game is able to flesh out. Well, not amazed. I mean, they kind of have to do that, but they really do flesh out this world, uh, which, you know, it's very hard to take seriously when, you know, soup can hands is walking around, you know. Mm-hmm doing squats they they have the squats by the way i uh i'm the champion of of the squats and um yeah it's it's coming along but yeah i'm 20 hours in and sometimes i kind of feel it like because uh, i'm not a huge fan of the midgard portion so i'm just like all right let's fucking go right but um but yeah so i'm hoping that i'm a little more than halfway done but i guess i'm in I guess chapter i'm in chapter I'm in chapter 10, so, and I think there are like 18 or 19 chapters in the game, so we shall see. Six is still. Uh, you, you bought to Grand Blue, didn't you? Yes. Have you played it since you bought it? Yes. Uh, I enjoy that game. It's kind of like uh, if Arc System Works kind of was trying to make a Street Fighter game, like it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's slower and not as hectic. Um, I do, I do enjoy that game uh, very much. Like, if you were looking to pick it up, I think it's a perfect hybrid for... Um, do you like Arxis games? Yeah. I played Guilty Gear. I had... <laughs> funny story. When the first Guilty Gear came out, I remember my mother had to go to... I don't remember which GameStop it was, but it was not close. Mm-hmm. Um, and she bought that for me for Christmas. Oh, I've, been playing game, I've been playing that game since it came out. Uh, as far as Arxis games. So yeah, I do like them. Um, I can do slower paced fighting games. There's just something about Street Fighter. That it's not, it's not, of. it's not as slow as Street Fighter, mm. but, um, but it, it, it has, and it's not as slow as uh, Mortal Kombat 11 when compared to Mortal Kombat X, right? Mm. Like it's not that big of a, of a, of a, of a, of a leap, but um, I do enjoy it. It's, it's fun, man. They got a wrestler in there. They got a wrestler character in there. Yeah, see, I, I saw him. Yeah, and his and special if move is... If you don't finish them off, they kick out. Yeah, they kick <laughs> out. kind of they, they kick out at like 2.94. <laughs> because I was eyeing that, but I'm like, I don't know. If it's, if it's on sale, I would pick it up. I think mm-hmm. you would like it. So Do that, and I heard... Um, what's that game called? The, the zombie game that came out. They made it. They like they fixed it last year. What the hell was it called? That came out last year. Yeah, eyes on. Days gone. Days oh, gone. Days gone. gone. Well, apparently, he's I mean, got a year's worth of improvements under his belt. I yeah, apparently got a bunch of improvements on that. I was looking at that also because it's twenty bucks. Oh, it's twenty. Or like bucks? fifteen or something like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. But those are the two games I was looking at picking up. Maybe. If I do, I'll talk about them next week. Final Fantasy VI continues to be amazing. Probably better than better time than Mike is having <laughs> in Final Fantasy VII. I bet just stopped right before the opera part, nice. which they which they throw you into right away. I forgot. I thought there was like a little bit more lead up to that. It's like no, you go to the opera house. It's like all right, cool. We're, you're we're, you are in the we're opera doing now. It. Which was nice. Which was actually nice because I got to um since I'm using my SNES Classic, I could just. Throw a little suspense state in there. Didn't even need to like back out and run through a bunch nope. of dialogue that I uh, had already gone through. So that was nice and convenient. I would um, love to see a remake of this game just to see Ultros. Well, hold hold your thoughts until later. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a question that someone asked in the post office that apparently has not paid attention to this podcast for the last seven years <laughs> when, 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 when he asked it. So, um, and then Carrie is playing a lot of Persona Five Royal and Manster Hunter. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, uh, Monster Hunter added the new Master Rank Kul'Tarath 
last week where you actually get to slay her rather than simply break her horns and drive her off. Um, it's tough. I would not say the rewards are necessarily balanced against how tough she is to beat. Um, her the, the equipment that you can now upgrade with those materials still aren't as good as the new Safi Jeeva weapons, but it's fine. It's Monster Hunter. It's fun. It's a way for me to socialize with some packs because you can group up with three other people. Um, so yeah, I've had some good late nights playing Monster Hunter. Uh, Persona 5 Royal. Uh, I'm right at the end of the Casino Palace. So I'm about to fight Shadow Say. And um, that's when things really go sideways story-wise for Persona 5. Um, at least for vanilla Persona 5, so I imagine there's going to be some sort of twist that happens there. Um, yeah, I'm basically bouncing between those two games. I'm still getting in, you know, an hour or two in Animal Crossing every day as well. I've been working really hard on making my town look very cute. Yeah, you um, better. Or else Mr. fucking Coon Man is going to come <laughs> and break your thumbs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because, like, so Tom Nook, um, you know, people drag Tom Nook, but Tom Nook fucking builds you a nice ass house and lets you repay him when it is convenient for you to do so. Um, look, they, look, he already got you. He builds you a house and allows you to repay him. What the mm-hmm. fuck? I didn't ask for this goddamn house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Animal Crossing added the um, what the, the Earth Day events called Nature Day. Um, so that's fun. Um, that comes with being able to grow flowers and buy new flowers and grow shrubs which is a big deal (laughs) it's nice to have shrubs uh and also uh added the shadiest character in animal crossing uh red yeah the the counterfeit art dealer yes the counterfeit art dealer um who sometimes just like has the real thing which is fun i guess because like who the fuck knows how he got Michelangelo's David, but he actually has the real Michelangelo's David on his fucking shitty fishing boat. He's just like, yeah, you know, I'll sell this to you for 400 bucks. And you turn it into the museum and Blathers is like, yo, how did you get this? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we don't know where the fuck Red gets those, uh, you know, legendary pieces of art from across the ages, but he somehow has them available um i also really like the counterfeits that he has um because the counterfeits are usually really funny like the mona lisa with eyebrows (laughs) like angry eyebrows mona lisa like (laughs) super about that um terrence looks completely befuddled right now because i because i know terrence doesn't even have like a peripheral view of what's going on in animal crossing yeah don't you just like farm no, that's Stardew Valley. Uh, it's not the same thing. No, you don't do any farming. No, you do. Crossing. You do other menial tasks, Terrence, like bug catching, and fishing, you... and things of that nature. Yeah, you bug catch and you fish and you build up your islands and you make friends with your neighbors and it's kind. Click. It's kind of like No Man's Sky it, without yeah. without the without the spacefaring. Mm-hmm. Essentially, sounds <laughs> dumb, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, sure. Yeah, look, it's look. Sometimes... I can't. I can't space travel. I can fish and catch bugs and shit in real Yeah, life. but here's the thing. Uh, I have no control on the world around me, but I do have full control over my island in Animal Crossing. But you also have a motherfucker like leering over you to break your neck or something if you don't no! pay him, right? No, <laughs> that's, that's not a thing. <laughs> He's not a thug. Okay. Nah, the internet disagrees. Look, a nice nah, a Tom, nice Tom I heard Tom Nook got guy. the burner in his back pocket ready to nah, <laughs> Tom, Tom Nook is a good guy. Look, a uh, nice okay. a nice uh, a nice capo is still a capo nonetheless, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> he could he could he could do it with a smile on his face, but he's still getting that money. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, um, I will say I logged into Slay the Spire for the first time in a while. They added the fourth character um, in the Switch version, plus a bunch of new cards. It looks like just from playing some of the other characters. So if you uh, lapsed on that or if you never played Slay the Spire, uh, you should definitely check that out because it's very, very good. 
Um, Steve uh, in the fan group uh, just professed to me how awesome it was because he finally got around to it. And he said, I was right. And he's right. Nice. I was right. So, Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I might have going on is um, what's fun is I had the nice collector's edition of Rune Factory 4 for the Switch pre-ordered. And then I thought to myself, I've got all these other games to play. I'm not going to have any time to play Rune Factory 4. <laughs> so I canceled my pre-order. And boy, how fucking incorrect I turned out to be. <laughs> I have so much time. So I'm probably about to pick that up for <laughs> Switch. So so uh, if you need something new, uh, the games with gold are getting ready to flip over in a couple days on Xbox. So from May 1st to 31st, you can get V-Rally 4 on the Xbox One. And then from May 16th, to June 15th, you can get Warhammer 40K Inquisitor Martyr. And then on 360, which you can play on Xbox One, from May 1st to 15th, you can get the Sensible World of Soccer. And from May 16th to 31st, Overlord 2, uh, which is a very goofy game that still gets a lot of, uh, it's like cult classic of sorts. Um, the Sensible World of Soccer does not sound fun. Uh, I'm not even going to look it up because I just don't like the title. So yeah, I'm going to it assume it's not very good. Um, um, Streets of Rage 4. It's coming. coming out yeah. uh, this week. So, so Terrence has that. Oh, um, when? Is that today? The 30th. What's today? The 28th. Today is Tuesday. You can play as white guy and, and black guy in Blaze. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and Skate. Axel, Adam, Skate, Max, Dr. Zan, Rue, yeah. Shiva. Who else? There's a couple other people in there. You get to play as all and they have like the retro people too that you yeah. can and you can play them side by side. That's kind of dope. Yeah. You play uh four players. Online or online? No, online uh four player local. Oh, oh. I don't have people to, I don't have I'm gonna say what what a what a what? fucking feature to introduce right now of all things. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I, right. I think it's only yeah. full player local. I might be incorrect for social distancing. That would be pretty pathetic if they if they <laughs> limited four players to local play. I feel like I feel like you have to do online for that. So Terrence, I hope I'm, that I'm I hope probably. that it's not a disappointment. I hope that it is not what the Turtles in Time remake was for me. I would be ten years so, ago. I would be disappointed. <laughs> God, that was that. that was the saddest day ever. Because me, Micah, Rob, and I can't someone else that we worked with at the time were was so excited for that, and we all downloaded it and logged on together to play it, and it was it was awful. Yeah, it was completely <laughs> awful. It was bad. <laughs> uh, Soccer Wars comes out on PS4, um, and then Snow Runner. Uh, it comes out on Xbox One and PC, which is a spiritual sequel to the Mud Runner franchise. If you like a racing game, so that's it for new games. Like Terrence said, there ain't shit all happening new release wise right now. Uh, Snow Runner's good. Apparently, <laughs> well, I guess if, if you're into that, kind it's of like thing. what the fuck? Uh, a commercial just, for Snow Runner today, uh, like a, a television commercial for. <laughs> it. I don't even know what television is. And I was very confused. I was like, they "Why are they advertising this?" Drive forty different trucks around uh, the snow, mud, and shit. Developed by Saber Interactive, they're developing everything. Good lord! I don't know no, how I don't know how they have such a studio to develop all these games. Saber wow. does. Yeah, like it's getting like a lot of good reviews. Yeah, All two right. players online, four players locally. That's so silly. <sighs> Sucks. <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess. Uh, anyway. Go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe. Uh, when you go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe, uh, you get to see us. Uh, you get to You get to see us while you are social distancing and um uh when you're working from home if you have that luxury uh you can leave us on the background while you pretend to work you know working but you're actually listening to us uh you can subscribe to all of the tnp studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts such shows like the nerd apocalypse and black on black cinema and coming distractions and the weekly preview episode of look forward uh for those of you with uh, a little bit of disposable income 
you can go to densepixels.com slash premium. And for $5 a month or $50 a year, you can get access to the premium slate of shows, including the airing of grievances, which I may have to make another declaration on the podcast to make sure that a new episode gets released. Um, no Time to Bleed, uh, the latest episode of No Time to Bleed, is on stealth. The uh, Oh, yeah, we did do that, didn't we? Yeah, the movie about the smart plane. As Jay said, the movie about <laughs> the smart plane and the dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, Jay, he, he's funny. Um, the Men with the Golden Tongues. New episode this week. New episode this week. Is that the, yes, that's the Mission Impossible Fallout episode. Uh, if you want to hear three grown men talk about um, uh, Superman cocking his guns, uh, uh, his arms, uh, then tune in and you get the full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. And I will just say, well, before I say that, you get uh, the new show, Upstage Conversations, where Carrie has a rotating guest to talk about their favorite and not so favorite musicals. Yep. Andy and I are going to be recording the next episode. Leave. Of your favorite musical, right? <laughs> We're watching Rent. Right. Yeah, yeah I fucking hate Rent. Uh, I gotta look. pay to rent Rent. Oh, that's unfortunate. Because I mean, it's not free on any streaming services. <laughs> you're, you're savvy enough to maneuver those waters. But then, yeah, you wouldn't want to get locked up for Rent. You know what I mean? Right. I, I get it. I get it. I don't want to get flagged for pirating rent. <laughs> and you get the full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Now, look, I've listened to the latest episode that dropped today. Uh, it's um, all about what happened last week. And, um, the, I mean, it's, it's a great episode as per usual. But if you want to hear Jay go off on a couple of black women... Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna say anything else. <laughs> if you want to hear Jay go off on a couple of black women, you need to just throw five dollars our way because it was it, he, he literally said, "Step aside, Andy. I've got this." <laughs> and proceeded and proceeded to give his account of that particular news story. Um, yeah, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. If you want to hear uh, a black person call two other black people a bunch of disparaging names, <laughs> <laughs> then throw five bucks that way. Put it, put, uh, it, put it this way. If, you, if you're a follower of the Black on Black Cinema Twitter account, if you saw what Jay posted on Sunday about this particular story, that was just the preamble uh, for an otherwise <laughs> epic rant that conspired. Um so yeah, it was it was a very good episode of Look Forward for sure. Uh, speaking of good things, WWE and 2K have decided that WWE 2K21 is not going to release, which for <laughs> everybody's sake is probably a good idea because I think uh, even that, how bad 2K20 was, right? Let let and that let that uh, how bad it is. Go back to the drawing board and and build up a new sim game from the ground up. Probably a good idea. Um, so they're taking the year off. Help. They could use some help. I do agree. Um, but don't worry, wrestling fans. Uh, if you wanted a mediocre wrestling game, you're still going to get one this year, this fall, uh, because Saber Interactive is partnering up with 2K Games to make WWE 2K Paddlegrounds, which they describe as an arcade-style action game with over-the-top superstar designs, environments, and moves, a.k.a. a pseudo-sequel to WWE All-Stars that came out like that game was fun six years ago. Yeah, this one probably won't be. <laughs> God damn! Um, <laughs> no, but so, so here's that game was oh, really fun. Like, it was well, well, look, well, so so like here, here's here's the thing. So like, Saber Interactive is developing this game, right? So Saber Interactive came out with NBA 2K Playgrounds, which is serviceable. Oh right, it's a serviceable game, you. but it ain't, and it's not NBA Jam. Like like if All Stars is NBA Jam, this is going to be the the playgrounds uh, to All Stars NBA Jam, basically. What do you think of the 
character designs. I'm trying to make sure that why were the why are the women's heads so fucking big? The they women... look like little people. Yeah. And I'm not saying that. To try no, they and... do. I'm like this look looks like re- people, weird. Yeah, the women. Look... Right. The women in particular look like little people because they have gigantic heads and they've got like, like really bot- <laughs> and really small arms. I'm like, this doesn't look right at all. No, no, it really doesn't. And, I, and I'm not a I'm not a fan of this art style. But that you know? but it matches it matches what they're trying to do uh, with the game. Yeah, so I with get what. It. It, it's supposed to be arcadey. It's not supposed to be. Yeah, realistic. it's supposed to be arcadey. Yeah. So, but like, so they so they make the characters look over the top as well, just just to make sure you know. No, I get that, yeah. but why do the women look like midgets? Oh, I have no idea because maybe they don't know how to maybe they don't <laughs> know how to, do, do, how, to, how, to how to make a female character model that looks normal it's, in this art yeah. style. There it was, threw me off. There was another wrestling arcade game uh, that was literally in the arcades called WrestleMania. Oh, I remember that game. Um, Back in like 1991? Right, when Carrie yeah. was born yet, this game... Was- <laughs> I was born in 1989! <laughs> oh, okay. Well, before Carrie had, <laughs> had the ability to walk, this game was out. That's and fair. it was it was an arcadey game with like the, the digitized, you know, realistic humans, but you knew it was arcadey because... The Undertaker was hitting people with literal tombstones, which <laughs> slabs. And well, and no, that's that's WWF WrestleMania. I thought you were talking about the old school one, the old old one. Which one? Wrestle WrestleMania, the arcade game came out like nineteen ninety four, ninety five, and that was the one with Doink the Clown. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the Mike was talking about. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about the other one. I thought no, the old, old. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Now. I'm talking about the one where Doink the Clown would like kick people out of the ring. And, yeah, that was fun too. Yeah, that was really. And fun. Razor Ramon had like razors, fucking as arms, razor like, blades, <laughs> and shit. Like, and they had combos and shit. That game was. Yeah, fun. Man, yeah that, that, that game was According to, to the Wikipedia of this, Razor Ramon's arm just transformed into a blade. It's true. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Look at the videos. It's great. He was like, he was like the, the T1000. Um, yeah. Bring that shit back. Yeah. That's I mean, that, I that's kind of what they're I going really for. I really like with the this arcade game. flyer for this, featuring someone trying to suplex the arcade cabinet. Seems like a WWF thing. Yeah, this game was fun, man. This game was super fun, and and oh, it's um, Brett Brett Hart trying to suplex yeah, someone, the arcade cabinet. Someone, guys. Someone, guys. I don't know. Someone <laughs> is trying to suplex this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know who that is. <laughs> and just to, just to FYI, first of all, I'm baby. Second of all, I don't watch wrestling. Based on uh based on the track record of both this developer and the the WWE 2K wrestling series in whole, that little trip that we just took down Nostalgia Lane probably will be more entertaining than WWE <laughs> 2K Battlegrounds. If I had well, to guess, that's yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> Um, kind of sad. I kind of want to play WrestleMania the arcade game again now. Yeah, I'm sitting there watching video, and I'm like, I really want to play this again. Mm-hmm. It's very fun, very interesting. I still have a cartridge for WWF Raw on the Super Nintendo, which was their attempt at like a more realistic style game of that era. So yeah, that was Royal Rumble and Raw. Yeah, Royal Rumble was first, and then Raw came out. LJN. Hey, uh, yep. Yeah, LJN. <laughs> I've, I've got great <laughs> news for you, for you, Terrence. Yes. Seeing as you are someone who had a 32X, you can play WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game, on your 32X for your Genesis. <laughs> Did I have it? No, I had it on the PlayStation. I'm trying to think that I have it on the 32X. It's possible. I don't remember. I might could order a cheap cartridge of that because I still have my SNES laying around. So that might be fun, <laughs> if, if, assuming it is cheap. Um, just follow up to a story we talked about last week, the Nintendo hack, uh, where a lot of folks were accessing accounts, uh, may have accessed over 160,000 accounts by unauthorized parties. Uh, hopefully none of you out there were affected by this, but again, uh, use two factor authentication to protect yourself, uh, to prevent if anything like this happens in the future. Cause right now you got a lot of bored ass hackers just sitting around doing jack shit. So they're going to, they're going to try to get you stuff. Um, Carrie, a story that I'm sure you gave you, you all the warm fuzzies. Uh, Bethesda Softworks has donated a million dollars to coronavirus relief. Um, I that didn't is, say warm fuzzies, but like 
it's a good thing for them to do. Uh, they're, they're giving 500000 to Direct Relief, uh, which is one of the bigger national charities that is uh, providing a lot of personal protective equipment to healthcare workers. Um, that's the same charity that um, Geeves and Quick donated to. Uh, Bethesda is additionally donating $250,000 to UNICEF, helping children on a more global scale. And then they are divvying up the remaining $250,000 to various local coronavirus relief charities around where the studios themselves are actually located. So, um, I do have to point out that despite the fact that you have a lot of time on your hands right now, you've not talked about the Wastelanders expansion. I still haven't played it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't broken back into that. Every time I sit at my computer, I'm literally either working on like applying to jobs or trying to get my unemployment benefits or um playing Monster Hunter. I, I honestly haven't really thought too much about um Wastelanders. Um also I don't know, I feel like you probably I feel like won't. I need no, I, I will. I just feel like it's just such a bummer right now <laughs> to try and play a Fallout title. It's a little it's a little on the nose, I think. Um, <laughs> it's totally fair. Yeah. Uh, finally, in news, um, I, I'd, I'd say aside from No Man's Sky, um, one of the greater redemption stories of this generation is probably Star Wars Battlefront 2. Of course, the game released to... Uh, Huge, uh, widespread panning and and calls of ripoffs and and pay to win mechanics and things of that nature. Um, EA's done it and Dice specifically have done a good job to kind of redeem that game uh, to get rid of the pay to win aspects to be very generous uh, in terms of DLC updates and just making the game better to the point where it's actually a pretty popular, uh, well received game multiplayer game now at this point. Uh, but apparently that this month's uh, Battle on Scarif update that's coming out will be the last update for Battlefront 2 as DICE has to start putting their nose to the grindstone uh, to get ready for the next Battlefield game that is supposed to come out next year. Um, quote from DICE, or quote from EA rather, the team at DICE is working on the standalone Battlefield 5 update releasing this summer and continuing their work on delivering community games. Um, while the studio's vision for Battlefront 2 is now complete with this week's The Battle and Scarif update, the servers, in-game challenges, recurring events, and game support will continue as the game lives on with players and the community. Um, I never did get into Star Wars Battlefront 2, um, just because the Battlefront series has never really captured my attention. Uh, I, I do feel like the redemptive arc for this game has flown under the radar a little bit because, number one, it's EA and no one really wants to you know, root for yay <laughs> in any sense of the word. And also No Man's Sky, arguably, um, you know, just because that's more of like the little engine that could kind of like underdog yeah, story. And they've never made you pay for anything. And that's also true <laughs> as well, aside from the initial free. game. Um, crazy. But still, like, I, I think that DICE does deserve to be uh, lauded for, you know, basically three years, I think, of support for this yeah. game, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, probably DICE specifically. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm loath to give you know, credit to EA. Except for, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dice was probably just shuffle. probably the game they wanted to release to begin with. You know, EA money, right? All that good stuff. So, but yeah. So, unfortunately, if you're Battlefield or Battlefront Two fan, rather, uh, you don't have any more new updates to look forward to after this. But I'm sure the game's player base will still be around for a good long time. Especially because I can't imagine that they're going to be going back to the Battlefront well anytime soon, especially in the wake of the success of uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So now now they realize they can make money from single-player games, too. Perhaps they will give a longer leash uh, to have more of those out instead of worrying about the multiplayer Star Wars stuff. Micah, did you ever check out Battlefront 2? No. Fair enough. But yeah, that's it for news. Like I said, people are stuck at home. Nothing's happening except for the big story that we have coming up after after Micah tells you where to spend your money. Uh, if you are a fan of ice, you can go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon and type in dice, you can get yourself an Auster 100-piece six-sided game dice set uh, 10 translucent colors with a free pouch for only $21.99. Go to www.benspixels.com slash Amazon and get yourself some dice. 
What kind of lame ass person would buy a set of six sided dice? My husband. Why? <laughs> get get interesting dice. Uh, he needed them for a specific tabletop character. We've got plenty of other multiple sided dice. We've been we've been playing D and D online. That's yeah. what I've been doing on Friday nights. Um, but you need to buy dice to play D and D online. You need dice for D and D in general. D, for D and D, just in general, like we normally play with other people in person. But because that's oh, right. not right. smart to do right now, we've been using roll twenty. Um, but yeah, yeah, there was. Say, you don't play with six sided dice, though, do you? No, but like you use six sided dice for certain attacks and whatnot. So if you are playing um, a character that uses potentially several six sided dice at a time, um, you would buy one of those sets. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So some nerds had to make fun, make their own fun. They told all their stories and they found their their parents' old dice set. And they were just like, yo, let's just figure something out. And 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 that's how all that shit came to be. D and D's fun, Micah. Actually, role, role playing games fun. are fun in general. You just gotta have- I um I would like to try, but um the closest thing I got to it was some some card game that everyone said I should play, and I played it at uh, I played it at that one PAX that I went to, uh, not the one that my ex fiance left me for, but the one with that. <laughs> and I can't, I can't remember it. It was it's a famous card game. I can't remember it. Everyone is like, "Oh, you should play this," and then everyone knew what they were doing and didn't want to explain. Was it? Was it? Was it Dominion? Magic? Dominion. Not what? Yeah, oh, that was it. That, that has Dominion. not. That has nothing to do with D and D. No, that's I nothing. Said, like that's D&D. the closest thing. <laughs> well, I don't even know what the fuck that is. No, Ter- Terrence, you played you played a deck builder. You played you played Marvel Legendary when I brought it over that one time to Micah's when we recorded in in the. Uh, the oh yeah, play Marvel Marvel. Studio apartment. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, big news, guys! Uh, turns out the delays for Last of Us Two and Ghost of Tsushima were not as bad as originally anticipated. Uh, Last of Us Two is coming out June nineteenth, followed by Ghost of Tsushima. Coming out July 17th, so quite a swan song for the PlayStation 4. And assuming this COVID situation uh, lasts into the summer, at least you'll have stuff to do. But that's not the big news around The Last of Us 2 <laughs> this weekend. Nope. Um, over the weekend, and and let me preface this by saying that we are not going to talk about the specific spoiler content that was <laughs> That was leaked because that would be rude. Um, But over the weekend, a series of YouTube videos were uploaded that contained what appeared to be clips of Naughty Dog's The Last of Us 2. And when we say clips, we mean like major endgame story spoiler content. Full entire cutscenes of major story content. And and the best part is, so obviously the original videos were taken down, but not before everybody, you know, downloaded them and re, you know, reshared them and uploaded them. People apparently are just sharing this shit around on social media like it's like whatever. Like we're just, we're just we're just dropping end game content from this game that's not even going to be out for two more months. Um Yeah, this is a this is a really good time to learn how to mute certain Keywords and phrases and hashtags from your <laughs> Twitter timeline if this is something that you care very deeply about. Yes. So uh, the the rumor, the, the scuttlebutt, as Micah would say, um, is that this was leaked out by a disgruntled Naughty Dog uh, employee who is upset with the fact that the studio uh, is dealing with crunch right now as they – Push as to, they so often have. Right, as they push to uh, make sure the game meets its new release date. Mm-hmm. Um, this has not been confirmed. Um, so I'm no. loath to give it entire credence. Like, I feel like that's a narrative that people might just be running with. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, like, obviously take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. However, given what we know about Naughty Dog's crunch culture, um, and given everything that everyone has said and the lengthy reports that have happened, um, digging into that culture kind of checks out that, that someone would be hacked off enough at the company at large for how they treat their development team members. Um, 
to to do something like this. So, so, but here here's my issue. If so, like 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 if that's the case, I can understand the frustration. But who have you actually harmed by doing this? Right. You yeah. have you you haven't harmed the higher ups that are causing the crunch to happen. They're still going to get paid. Right. All, all you're harming is the most diehard fans of the game who might have potentially had this game that they've been waiting for for eight years, you know, major sport story beats spoiled for them. And you're hurting your fellow developers. Like you're hurt, you're hurting yeah. your fellow staff members that oh, are look, dealing with this. I don't think it's a smart thing that that person did that, but I like, I, I can understand why it, it would have happened if it was a member of the dev team. <clears throat> um, why would you do that? Like you're kind of hurting yourself too. Oh yeah. If they catch it. If like, they catch you did it. And I can't imagine it's going to be that hard to do. I'm going to go ahead and work on this game for five years yeah. and then release it to the public before it comes out. So possibly me, people won't buy it. Right. And, and, and then the and hard then, work that I put into it and then dummy. destroy my career, <laughs> destroy my career in the game industry yeah, that's, forever. That's a fly way to right. get yourself blackballed. Um, right. But as I said, in like reply to someone's comment that was saying the same thing, like, if this person sees themselves on the way out of the game industry anyway, like you think they really give that much of a shit if they're going to get blackballed? Yeah, but why then? Then then why? Then why do it? Right? Then, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't know. really. I don't know. Look, bad, I I don't know. I don't particularly care. Um, well, and, and I, too, like, I, like, I think I think if this is the result of the crunch culture at Naughty Dog, that again we all sort of know about, um, then. I don't know. Maybe this will be a lesson to Naughty Dog to fucking treat their employees better. M- maybe. You think? You, do, you, but, uh, do you think this is going to actually have an appreciable impact on the sales of this game, though? No. Yeah, I, no, I, I wouldn't think. think I wouldn't think so either. I think it would teach Naughty Dog how to vet future employees better. Mm, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I don't. It, it, like I said, it's a shitty thing to do. Um. And 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 look, if 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 the developers at Naughty Dog are working under these crunch conditions right now, that is fucking awful. And but you can't just kind of go rogue and do shit like this. Like you need to kind of work, like like inspire your other fellow employees to stand up and take a stand against that shit. Okay, I have a um, I have a a question, uh, I guess about ethics uh, mm-hmm. on my part. I. I'm not buying this game, mm-hmm. but I am curious. Is it? <laughs> does it make me an asshole if I go seek out these spoilers? I don't think so, because no. like they've been disseminated so widely at this point. Then whatever. Yeah, as, this, long as, this... as long as you are not further disseminating the information and oh, you're no, just no. doing it for your own gain. As... Look, I already looked through the spoilers because I don't give two shits about The Last of Us. And I figured, well, I might as well see what the big hubbub is about because everyone was saying how badly the story seems to be written, and they're right; it seems fucking terrible. <laughs> so, as as uh, as they say, the toothpaste is out of the tube at this point, Micah. You can't you can't put yeah. it back in. So, like I said, if you if you want to partake uh, in the spoilers of this game, then I don't think that's a terrible thing. But you weren't going to buy the as game long anyway. as you are not ruining anybody yeah, else's potential enjoyment of the game. I think it's fine. All right. Good, because I'm curious. <laughs> you really weren't going to buy this? You played the first one. No, I'm not going to buy. It. Hmm. Uh, one, the, that game is tense for no reason, and two, <laughs> it, it, it is it is not it's not as uh, it doesn't do survival horror. Uh, look, I've I've already played the best survival horror game ever is the Resident Evil Two remake. That's the best survival game, the survival horror game ever, and uh, <sighs> was better. I think Silent Hill 2 is a bit better. Okay, all right. Uh, you know what? You're 100% right. Resident Evil 2 Remake is great, but like Silent Hill 2 is a literal survival horror game. For, you're, not, you're not a stars agent in that game. <laughs> right, especially, yeah, uh, yeah. You're you're just a, yeah. You're right. Actually, you, you are 100% right. <laughs> Everyone should play that game because it's phenomenal. No. Um, <laughs> I will. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> and, um, 
Uh, but <laughs> but I, that game is tense for no reason, and that game's story is up its own ass, right? Like, it's children of men, but not good. And um, at least with games like Uncharted, like, I know, like, it doesn't take itself super seriously, especially that third one. But um, Last of Us took itself very seriously. Yeah, it took itself very, very seriously, and it was just a little too pretentious. And like I said, that game is tense for no reason, man. Like, nah, yo, nah, nah. Gonna fucking... And I hated Joel. I know he's not like I know you play as Ellie, but like, fuck Joel. Like for real, yo. I've tried to download Uncharted Four for like two weeks now. It just won't. It won't download onto my system for some reason. Hmm. You it keeps take, giving me an error. You gotta Can take you that hundred gig. <laughs> you mm-hmm. take that hundred gig game off. Your, your, your Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I still have 600, 600 um, gigs left. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. It just keeps giving me an error when I get to 8 gigs. Listen, I, I, know, I, I hope you can get that to work. Because like I said, Uncharted yeah. 4 was very fun. Very, yeah. very fun. Um, we'll go to the post office. And Jacob's question spins nicely. Uh, is the Uncharted leak example the best example yet of go woke, go broke? Because what they've done is a travesty. That's so fucking stupid. Look, the entire idea of get go woke, go broke is fucking stupid. Because every single time someone has been like, oh, Disney went get, get woke, go broke with Captain Marvel. It didn't make as much money as it could have. It made like $1.3 billion fucking dollars. So, yeah, you know what? Looking at the story beats of Last of Us 2, there's some, like, moments about it. You know, just speaking purely from an editor's perspective, uh, the story is not well written. But uh, it's still going to make them a bunch of money. It's one of the most highly anticipated games of the summer. Uh, People are still going to buy it. They're still going to make money. They're not going to go broke just because they have lesbians in their game. Yeah, plus, you know... Just because a, a piece of media stars a woman or or a, a black person or, or any other minority doesn't mean it's woke. It, it wow! Just means it's what a concept! <laughs> you can means... have you can have gay people in your game and just have them be normal people. Yeah, and like, and it's not it's not a woke moment. Like like every every ooh. every example that people throw out, and I'm not saying this is Jacob saying this, but every example of of when people say, oh, get woke, go broke. What the fuck? What, what, what are you mean? talking about? When has that ever happened? What when about- can you say major media company tried to be woke and then they underperformed monetarily? Like, when has that ever fucking happened? Because but last I, mean, I checked, it has not happened. But I mean, what is woke about Black Panther, right? Like, Oh, because it has black people in it. But that's And like, it takes place in Africa. Like, I mean... That's woke. I don't understand. Woke. The, if if don't you're understand a straight white fucking... man, that's woke as fuck, Micah. Well, quite Again, frankly, at the beginning of that people. movie, at the beginning of that movie, Black Panther himself was a fucking bigot. He was a xenophobe. He was like, nah, don't help them. What the fuck? Yeah, like, I agree. <laughs> fuck them. Um, but anyway, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What does that even mean anyway? Get woke, go broke. Uh that's Straight any, white any men time. complaining about any any, any kind of diversity, any kind of diversity. That's what it is. That means, well, if they're not getting my personal dollars, then clearly this company is going to go broke because they are not pandering to me specifically anymore. That's what that means. Yeah. So, so your people, Brad. They my people. <laughs> Brad, Brad is a crowd call. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> as we uh, as we define like Jesus uh, Christ last man. week, what the fuck is wrong with them? Yeah, golly, it just doesn't. It just, I can't wrap my brain around much, that, much, that. much, much like Micah alluded to last week. Like I said, I don't mind white people, but I fucking hate white people. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a big old fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, Malcolm asks, with the recent bannings and suspensions in the FGC with LTG and Cerablast, which are two thing, two dudes that I've never heard of ever. Uh, do you I feel a, LTG? Do you feel a code of conduct uh, should be enacted <laughs> so punishment is unilateral as opposed to picking and choosing spots? Um, LTG hmm. is low tier god. He is a guy who is um, uh, kind of infamous for 
a lot of trash talk. And, uh, you know, he gets, he, he uses the technique of getting in your head to mm-hmm. try and, and, and fuck you up. But he's, he, he does a lot of trash talk. Recently, he made some, uh, apparently, I, I, you know, I've just read all this stuff, but apparently he made some transphobic comments towards uh, Cernoblast, uh, which got him banned from Evo and every Capcom event. Um, and Cernoblast apparently uh, replied, as most non-black people do, with uh, calling him a nigger or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that got her. Uh, that, that got her uh, uh, suspended, I believe. Well, yeah, like, and and you know, low tier God, he he's the type of dude that you know, Cernoblast is trans, uh, but uh, LTG kind of refers to Cernoblast with the wrong pronoun and stuff like, like that. On it, purpose? Yeah, yes. on, on purpose. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that, look, everybody does that shit on purpose. Yeah, it, when you, look. When you yes, there should be a code of conduct um, if you are running a tournament or a series of tournaments um, in any sort of gaming sphere. Yeah, there should there should be a code of conduct and and you should hold people to that code of conduct. It's not that difficult. It's it's really it's remarkably easy to just like not be an asshole. Um, I I do it all the time. Uh, it it takes so much effort to be that much of a dick. Um, and if you're going to go out of your way to be that much of an asshole to someone, particularly if you're going to be racist or homophobic or transphobic or anything like that, um, yeah, then then you should be held accountable for your actions and you should be fucking removed from those areas if if that's how you're going to be treating your fellow competitors. To answer Malcolm's question, though, should it be unilateral? I, I know that kind of enacting. Yeah, I think it should be. It should be applied across the board. I think that I think that that flexibility is not a bad thing. So that if you have someone, so like I said, I've never heard of this LTG character, but I kind of kind of get the sense of the man from from the brief description that Mikey gave. Someone who's in people's shit constantly should probably get hit with a harder you know, harder hammer than someone who maybe was a model citizen, but just fucked up once, you know what I mean? Like, I think there should be some leeway, um, to, to kind of, as Malcolm says, pick and choose who and how you punish them more, how than, than who. Cause I think like I said, you have to, you have to respond in situations like this, but you don't necessarily have to enact the same, you know, levy the same fine, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, when I hear the term unilateral, I hear like zero tolerance, right? For mm. for everything, and that that takes that takes the nuance out of certain situations, right? Like, like I the feel punishment like, has to fit the crime, right? right. Yeah, I mean, uh, on, on one level, name is like the de la what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> Fuck, that's a nigga ass name. Um, <laughs> like, look on on one hand. Yeah, maybe maybe you approach every situation with, you know, a degree of nuance, but I I don't think there should be any tolerance for, you know, blatantly homophobic, transphobic, sexist, etc. comments. Like there there shouldn't be any tolerance for that. That that should be like, you know, we're all fucking adults here probably. You should know better. Mm. Um so. Yeah, you know, and by the way, I don't want it to be on record that you know I'm saying, oh, well, you called this person the wrong pronoun, so it's what's wrong with that? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying when I say the punishment should fit the crime, um, is is uh, I think one of these people is banned totally, and the other is suspended. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. This is sticky wicket, and you gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta. You, most people don't take uh, an individual for as, as a whole. They take them as the last thing that they did, and I don't feel like um, I don't feel like uh, punishments should be laid out that way. Um, I mean, you know, if your crime is agree, I mean, like if your crime is like a crime then, you know, that's a little different. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, and I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what exactly they did. Okay, he used the, he disparaged her, but she had tweets from the past that was using the N-word? Is that what's going on here? 
Like I, said, uh, I, I don't know using the N word. So. Yeah, so. I think so. Like, was it with the hard R? I mean, because <laughs> yeah, this ain't one of them. This ain't one of them Puerto Rican situations where it's like, oh, you kind of, look, you kind of say it. No, I don't, she I don't, could be Puerto Rican. I don't know. Fuck. No, I don't. I don't. I look. Oh, I don't, Christina Tran. Never mind. That's that's like that's yeah, Asian. Yeah, yeah that, ain't, <laughs> that ain't nobody's Puerto Rican. I don't even like them when Puerto Ricans do it. I, yeah, I'm, I, I, yeah. No fat Joe. <laughs> uh, Randy asks, Starting "What, what came from the last generation of console? Do you want to see a sequel on the new generation of console?" I'm assuming he means what gen, what of the current generation of consoles do you want to see a sequel on the next one? Um, Spider Man. <laughs> but you know you're going to get that. Pick something. Yeah. Pick something that you that you might not that you don't know you're going to get. Uh, for no me, No Man's Sky Two. There you go. There you go. Um, Oh, fuck. <laughs> for, for me, for me, it's Mass Effect. I'd like to see another crack at the Mass Effect franchise. Um, I'm gonna be a little from different. who? What do you mean from <laughs> from 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 Bioware? Bioware? <laughs> from, from from the main Bioware studio, not the not oh. the not the C team or whatever. Whoever they Bioware Montreal. Yeah. Whatever the fuck did that since the last game? Uh, I'm gonna go uh, uh, a previous console generation and say uh, Jade Empire. Remember that game? That game was so good. Right. That was a Bioware game, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a Bioware yeah. game. That was a great game. Yeah. I really love that game, man. And, uh, you know, I'm never going to see it again. So, <laughs> you know. that. that yeah, I wonder why they know. never made a sequel to that. What do people love martial arts? Here's they a, uh, here's especially a bonus question. black people. Right. <laughs> here's a bonus question that, that'll, that'll, that'll just hit Carrie right in the stomach. What are you more likely to see, a Jade Empire sequel or a Golden Sun sequel <laughs> at this point? <laughs> Both equally unlikely, but which is which is the most unlikely? <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd have to say a Jade Empire. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> because because that know. was because that was made in conjunction with with Microsoft. I think, if I'm not mistaken, did Microsoft publish Jade Empire? I think, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that that, that working relationship's only. not there, but Nintendo could still <clears throat> mosey on up to Camelot and be like, "Hey guys, Golden Sun." The most golden sun. See, Carrie, you're not. You are not the most despondent uh, person out there. There are Jade Empire fans that will probably truly never get what they desire. Or at least you have a. You you have you Jade have Jade Empire <laughs> didn't end on a cliffhanger, did it? No, it did not. Okay, cool. Then <laughs> suck my dick. I'm just saying. I'm saying there's like, a chance. Don't don't even start. Um, Anthony asks a question that I. I don't know. I think he's just idly speculating. If Google bought Sony, how do you think that would impact the gaming ecosystem? Uh, what would be different if Apple bought Sony to absorb the PlayStation to the iFamily? Uh, it's, it's. I don't think either of them what? want to. I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think Google or Apple would would want to do that. Nor do I think that Sony would ever sell PlayStation. It's one of the. It's one of the things that makes the most thing money for Sony. Movie studio. They 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 have a lot it's of sunk trash. Costs, Sony does. Um, I don't know because it's, it's, it's weird to speculate on such a thing because it's highly unlikely. Yeah. It's very far-fetched. I think, I think that this question was asked purely for the portmanteau of Playstadia. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I, I think, you know, assuming that Stadia tanks in the fashion that we are seeing it tank, um, and that Google does not really do anything in the future with that. It wouldn't surprise me to see Google partner with Sony on, mm-hmm. you know, streaming games on the PlayStation. Um, but that's about it. That's, I think, the most you're ever going to see about any sort of partnership like that. Yeah, this would this would primarily the only the only way I could ever see this possibly happening is if there wasn't a need for game console hardware. In the future, like if everything was streaming and then the PlayStation, you know, the equity in PlayStation became much more about the PlayStation brand of games and development studios than the PlayStation itself. Yeah. Um, But that wouldn't be for many, many, many years into the future. I'm assuming that does happen. So it's, 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 you don't know because it, you, you don't know. Honestly, and and honestly, if if one of those two companies bought PlayStation, they'd probably allow PlayStation to kind of run themselves independently in a lot of ways and just kind of be a financier 
of sorts. Um, because why, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Andrew asks, what game did you love, but you knew was bad, but you stood by it? He said for him, it was the getaway for PlayStation 2. <laughs> that game was not good. It was fun, the, uh, but it really was wasn't. Was that the British gangster game? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of like that game, too. Um, with, uh, but you knew it was bad. Uh, Earth Defense Force is terrible. Yeah, but, that, but that's but that's terrible but in fun. like the wink nod kind of way. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fun, like though. like they they know it's they know it's yeah they know what they're doing. Is. Yeah, they um, it is. But I know it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like that series. I'm trying to think of something else that was just awful. But there was um, a game that came out on Xbox. Uh, they were go- they were going to try to turn it into a series. It was terrible, but I liked it. Oh man, it was made by Majesco. Was it them? I'm not sure. Yeah, tell some game. For me, it's Anthem. Um, I still hold out <laughs> hope that Anthem could be something one day, even <laughs> though I'm certainly okay. not playing it right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think I don't know that I would necessarily say that like I stand by it, but like I have touted the merits of Beyond the Beyond. <laughs> which is a Camelot's very first foray into true turn-based JRPG gameplay. Uh, it was a early, early PS1 RPG, and it is not good. It has some very good things about it. it it's almost like an alpha build of a lot of things that would be carried over into Golden Sun. Um, but yeah, that game's not fucking good at all. Advent Rising. Anybody remember that game? Ooh. No, not at all. On the Xbox. Mm, yeah. I, the I remember. Xbox. I don't know why I remember that game, but yeah. Didn't they make a big deal out of that game? Like, wasn't that game supposed to be like the next huge franchise? Yeah. Oh, buddy. It was the first in a planned trilogy. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is up with planned trilogies on the Xbox that never came to fruition? Because Two mm-hmm. Human did the same fucking thing. That's another game that I actually really like. <laughs> that wasn't good. <laughs> Spe- yeah, Spearhead, spearheaded by Dennis Dyack, who we've heard nothing from since since yeah. that whole debacle. It wasn't good, but I enjoyed it. I mean, I don't, know if, uh, I don't know if this counts. Because it's it's kind of like half a game anyway, but I I really enjoyed Seaman. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of dream. Yeah, I really I enjoyed it. I had it. Oh, yeah, I had it. I really enjoyed it. I don't uh, know why. I just it was I, a very strange I, fucking game. <laughs> I had no Jesus I had no Christ. friends. So I just went through a fucking fish man. <laughs> I think this came out and I was still a virgin. I can't remember. It was it came out too in nineteen ninety nine. Well, I went when before or after Pokemon Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Seaman came out in 1999 or 2000 or 2000. Really? One of them. It was one of those two years. Oh, that it was the Dreamcast game. For some reason, I had it in my head that yeah. it came out on Saturn first. Hmm. Hmm. All right then. Um, and then yeah, uh, a, so, yo, what the fuck was going on with that game? A lot of weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So they were savants of their time. Um, we'll end it with Bryant. Uh, he says, since the Final Fantasy VII remake has been released and it seems the hype beast won't be dying anytime soon, which Final Fantasy game would you go back in time and have the developers of Square create a remake for instead? Come on, Bryant. I, I know you've been listening to Dense Pixels for six. longer, for longer we don't than want six, for longer than two weeks. <laughs> the answer Look. is Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, the answer is Final Fantasy VI. The alternative answer is like a true, like, modern day contemporary remake of four they remade four on the ds and i enjoyed that quite a lot um i thought they played really well in the updated form that they gave it but i would play four again on like the playstation four four and six i'd I'd be down for that yeah four and six six are your favorites because four and six are the best two final fantasies and yeah and um i don't know i got a soft spot for 10 i know people don't like can't stand ten, but ten is fine. Ten, ten the, would the, honestly probably be easier to to get into to remake. 
um, in, in that style. As a PS2 style. game rather than a Super Nintendo title. Yeah. 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 Cause, cause like, so, well, cause what I've, what I've found going back through six is that while the story is excellent, there is really not any filler in that game. Like you're going from like major no. beat to major beat to major beat to major beat. So like it's it, the, the padding in that game uh, would feel a lot more artificial Kind of like it does in Final Fantasy VII, right, Micah? Uh, that they that they added to the game. Yeah. Whereas whereas in ten, I feel like they have enough ancillary shit that's there already um, that you could that would make it a little bit more natural to to kind of put into a modern edition of sorts. the 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 real Loki answer would be like twelve. Like twelve came out in this weird. Yo, twelve. Twelve might be my my third favorite. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve, 12 came out in this Star weird. Wars one, right? Yeah. yeah. This, this yeah weird, I I've only played like Terrence, three Final Fantasy games. First of all, they're all fucking the Star Wars one. All of Final <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> no, but that is, one is loosely based off of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. This one. This one literally. Twelve literally uses terms like empire and like they have a they have a mysterious. Man cloaked in all black armor, like, no, he's a I, I, relative is, of one of the party members. <laughs> like, 12, right, 12 is probably the most Star Wars, mm-hmm. but they're all sort of Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really, really like 12 a lot. Like, I played, I never played, I played 12. 7, 12, and 10. 12, and all the rest of them. Uh, 12 plays like an, a single player MMO, yeah. But, hmm. the th- but the thing about 12 is that it came out in this weird like no man's land of RPG development because it was moving on from the old turn-based style that you last saw with 10, but it was way before the action-based style was fully realized with 15. Yeah, so, it was like a go-between. Right. So like the, it, it would be, it would be interesting to see that game with like the, the fully fleshed out game system around it would probably, would probably be smart. It's on sale right now on, on PlayStation if you want to. For how much? 12. Um, I don't know. It can't be any more than like 20 bucks or something okay. like that. Because didn't they like do sort of like an up version of 12? They did. Yeah. 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 I, I imagine that's the version that's on sale right now. The yeah. Zodiac Age? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So... But yeah, but the the answer is definitely six. But we we also are resigned to the fact that it's never going to fucking happen at this point. Because <laughs> can it you just happened. give me a good port, like a good port, not the shitty mobile version that you just put on Steam? Like, can you give me a good port? Can you give me the Game Boy Advance version, please? Just get because that game's fucking hard as shit to find. <laughs> Just, just, just do it. Just do it this way. I don't have a Super Nintendo Classic. I also don't have a regular Super Nintendo because my parents <laughs> deprived me when I was a child. But yeah, but that that is that is the correct answer. Um, twenty five. Twenty five. That's too too rich for my blood. Wait till get, it, uh... get that shit down to nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. So that is it. Thank you for your uh, post office questions this week. And that is going to do it for this episode. So don't forget to uh, join our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans uh, to answer, to ask us questions when we uh, solicit them from you guys on a weekly basis. Uh, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast and all the other TNP studio shows. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash densepixels, uh, densepixels.com slash premium to sign up for the TNP premium podcast slate. And then, of course, uh, on Twitch, you can follow Carrie at Suppets Carrie. You can follow Terrence uh, at Apparition410. Um, that's it. So thank you guys very much for watching and listening, and we'll see you the next time. Thanks. See you. Take it easy.